The following is a Nightfall Media production. For more information, check out nightfallmedia.io. Star Wars Nightfall is a not-for-profit RPG actual play podcast set in the Star Wars universe. Nightfall claims no relationship with Disney, Lucasfilm, or any of their partners or affiliates. Nightfall can be found online at starwarsnightfall.com or twitch.tv slash starwarsnightfall. The following episode contains strong language and simulated acts of violence. Listener discretion is advised. May the force be with you. The war between the Republic and the Separatists rages on. With no end in sight, both sides look to desperate measures to end the conflict. One such measure is the controversial power of battle meditation. Used to bolster allies' confidence and enemies' anxiety, the power pushes the boundaries of someone's free will. On the planet of Castell, one Jedi Padawan uses her battle meditation against the continual onslaught of the droid army. You are listening to Star Wars Nightfall, the Book of Dalen Galt Prologue. Nightfall is Rob Hunter as Dalen Galt, Peyton Castle as Gruel, Justin Chapman as Credo, Richard Capasil as Canari, and myself, Zach Som, as the Galaxy Master. So welcome, everybody, to Season 2 of Star Wars Nightfall. This is the beginning. Yes. We have not recorded any other part of Season 2. <laughs> Peyton, the not-so-first question of the day of Season 2. How do you each think you'd fare as a soldier for the uh, Republic? Like if you were recruited and drafted, what do you think you'd do? And what do you think your specialty would be? I think about this a lot because <laughs> no, my, because my wife is in the army. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So I think about a lot, like if I had also gone into the army, what I would have done. And I think I would have been in intelligence. Oh, I can definitely see that. Oh, Specifically, I think I'm doing like IT, but I am technically in intelligence. I think I would do blasting like out there so artillery yeah probably some alert artilleries or an infantryman infantryman yeah just out and about right into the fray of it i'd be the in- infantryman that ends up doing the wilhelm scream <laughs> that's, that's all i would do i'm an absolute coward and pacifist so i i literally i'd say scout but i have terrible eyesight too I I would be the guy drawing Mace Windu on a poster pointing at you saying the Republic wants you. And then it's just crossed out with graffiti. And then next to it on the wall is don't need recruits, have clones. Like I have no purpose in this. I think you would be a Geonosian translator. (laughs) Yes, there you go. That's exactly it. They'd be like, uh, Poggle the Lesser wants to talk to Yoda. I'd be like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. God, that'd be a lot of fun. Master Yoda, he says, I hope you understand that our accommodations are too large for your tiny frame. (laughs) (laughs) That's give or take. If anyone out there that speaks Genosian, I'm aware that the syntax is not directly translated and I was taking liberties. (laughs) Yeah, you had a a little bit of an accent on there. Yeah. Well, I was, I I was translating, so you got to kind of meet him in the middle. So to set the scene, we are on the planet of Castell. It is currently a major battleground between the, specifically I believe it's the Commerce Guild and the Republic. Um, There are droids everywhere, there are Republic soldiers everywhere. It is very World War I-esque where trenches have been dug throughout the planet and people are just trying to take the line and there's these no-man zones in between the two. And we head inside one of the trenches, inside one of these makeshift kind of bases or enclosures, and we see a young 
female human Padawan wearing typical Jedi robes. She has auburn hair that reaches about halfway down through her shoulder blades. She stands maybe two meters tall. Standing next to her is a man named Dalen Galt. Would you like to introduce us to Dalen? Uh, yes. Uh, Dalen is not a large in stature kind of guy. He's frailer, but still athletic build. He's a Jedi, and there's a lot of uh, training and, and rigorous exercise that goes into that, but he carries himself kind of with, like, the weight of the world on his shoulders a little bit, kind of hunched back, which you would imagine almost kind of like a big brutish kind of walk, but strangely on a relatively skinny frame. And he usually carries himself with a pretty slow, steady pace. He's a very calculated person that favors knowledge over brute strength. Visually, he looks a little bit older than than he actually is. He's relatively young, just a fresh Jedi Knight, uh, so a young adult. Um, But his hair is almost completely white-gray. Um, possibly genetics, but more likely due to the fact that he was a very sickly child. Um, if not for the Republic finding him as a baby and using their advanced medicines to save him, he probably wouldn't even be alive. And it took a, quite a toll on his body, prematurely graying his hair, obviously throwing his, his bone structure um, kind of into that hunched slouch that he carries. Also giving him a bit of uh, uncertainty and lack of confidence that uh, he used to unknowingly broadcast, but now it's more of a shield that he he puts out there so people don't overestimate him. And uh, so aside from his gray hair, his only other real defining feature would be uh, a small neural implant. Actually, there's one in his temple and a small one that's pretty hidden behind his ear. Um, The disease of his youth, the fever, destroyed the nerves that affected his ears, so he was completely deaf. But due to advanced science and neural implants, he has a cochlear implant that allows him to hear as well as anyone else. But I guess, yeah, that's that's Dale and Galt. Uh, so the scene opens up with us, us, you said, sitting in a trench. You're standing in, like, a makeshift base inside a trench. Okay. Uh, what's going on in this scene? Is it is just, like, battle preparation? Right now you hear the sounds of explosions and mortar shells going off. Um, there are a few clones that seem to be standing over a table, kind of going over the battle plans. Uh, outside of that, it's just you guys. Would, it, uh, would Malia running into this, or picking up into the scene, would she be using battle meditation? She might be. Okay. So I think that's what she'll be doing as we open it on the scene, is she's going to be just sort of in a trance, looking over the map, uh, seemingly zoning out, but almost as if there's something going on behind her eyes. So while Malia is in this trance and kind of guiding the troops above and fostering, you know, dissolution within the enemy, you see a clone commander, Captain Sargo Tilk, enter the tent. What's the deal? What do we got going on here? Any plans? We're reviewing the plans for attack. It sounds as though the droids are closing in on our location. Malia's doing her best to hold it at bay. But I think we may need to abandon these trenches. We'll press the assault quickly. And at this point, Malia seems like perfectly timing. Her eyes snap back to reality. And she goes, yes, we need to either push now or escape the trenches. Dalen is entirely right. Let's get to it. And another clone will enter. Nondescript, doesn't have really much markings on his armor, and he stands in salute. Sir, the Glankas are on opposition. They're moving this way. The time is now. Let's go. All right, so... Would Molly be escorting me in, or would you prefer to stay behind and hold battle meditation? Yeah, I'll hold battle meditation. Okay. Oof. We have no time to waste. Molly, stay here. Hold up morale. 
I'll keep them off you. Malia nods and goes back into her trance. With me. B turns to the clones, giving him a sharp nod, and I'm gonna head out of the makeshift tent. Are we still in, like, the trench hallway You are then? in the trench hallway, so the trenches extend maybe two feet above your head, um, and then the field, it's, or the battlefield itself is mostly grass and mud. Okay. Is it high enough to where I can't see over it, or crouching kind of thing? You would not be able to see over it. Okay. How far away is a weight up? Uh, maybe 50 feet. 50 feet. Okay, so I am going to turn to the men and go circle around. I'm going to draw their fire into the opening. And I am going to kind of hold out my arms to either side and draw on the force to raise my body up using the power of levitate and land on the edge of the trench. Now I have a good view of the battlefield. Yes. What am I up against? You see... Basically, a solid line of super battle droids and a few tanks, a couple droidicas, and they are marching your direction, firing lasers pretty much every direction. These blasts are going right by you. On your sides, where the terrain starts to elevate, you have Republic soldiers that are shooting back from cover. Okay. So, trying to see what what, what is the range from me to tanks marching? 300 feet. See, I can, like, literally hear the, like, of, like, the droidicas, like, in my head. Behind the droidicas, behind the two tanks, you do see a commerce guild walker heading your direction as well. All right, so I am going to... I think I'm going to... So is the, the walker closer to me than... No, it is behind the line. So I am going to sprint out towards them quickly as I can, try to close the gap between us so I can start causing chaos. Okay. So speed of 30 so is... You can move 60. 60. Is that this one, or is it, is it moving a dashing saga? It's essentially the same thing. You, okay. you, you, you would sacrifice your standard for another move. I wasn't sure if it was a 3-5 or 4 times. It's effectively the same thing. So I am going to sprint towards them as quickly as I can. Running. Strangely enough, Dalen does not have his lightsaber drawn, which actually is not abnormal for him, just strange to anyone watching Jedi. His main hopes is that this is going to draw more attention. He's maybe? secretly Case Baradun. <laughs> no, he has a lightsaber, and I use the lightsaber. <laughs> I just his don't hands use it primarily for deflecting. <laughs> I've got tricks. You guys wait and see the shit I do with a lightsaber. It's fucking sweet. <laughs> The clone soldier is going to turn to the captain. Is he insane? Do we follow him? Yes, we will follow him. We must give the Jedi cover fire. Let's go. Right now. They're both going to jump over the trenches and start following you, just blasting cover fire. Yes. Sigma squad. Nat 20. Holy crap. That's the first roll. Yeah, yeah I think that is the first Nat 20. Well, no, it's the first it's roll the first of the campaign, role. or the, the season. The unnamed clone soldier, who's going to have to get a name now, um, is just basically launching this cover fire and takes out a number of super battle droids. Yes. man. Yes. Excellent. Can I have a name now, Daddy? Oh, you want a name? You haven't done anything remarkable yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Get back to it. What's his number? Is he sticking with his clone number? Zero, 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 five. 
Oh shit, you are old. What are you like three? Jesus. God, this guy over here. Grandpa, his name is Grandpa. His name is Gramps. His name is Gramps. Alright, Gramps, nice shot. They just, so as as we're running, Dalen turns back. Nice shot, Gramps. <laughs> just keeps going. How are the uh you know, the robots responding? What's your reflex? Reflex is twenty-two. Okay. So it's I roll twenty d twenty. None of them are going to hit you. Are you serious? At that range. Oh, because it's that far away. That actually makes sense. Okay, cool. That twenty in our favor, and they all miss. Let's go. Yeah. Malia can use spend a force point to use their battle limitation, which will grant everyone a plus one on their ins- plus one insight on their attack rolls. So if you spend a force point, you give everyone a plus one. Okay, so, Dalen. Yes. Do you know? So, as the blaster bolts rain down, peppering the landscape that I run across, kicking up the bits of debris, I guess is this uh, a city planet, or am I running, I'm running across like a forest? It's or a field ruins? right now. Open field, grassy, yeah. desert, Grassy, hilly, muddy. Cool. Um, are there any rocks or anything like that, and trees? There's not so many trees, but there are tons of rocks and boulders and stuff. What is the biggest boulder within 60 feet? Probably about the size of this table. Cool. So maybe, you know, three feet by five feet. All right, so I am going to slow my pace a little bit, continue moving forward at my normal speed. Um, When I realized that the clones followed directly behind me instead of circling around like I thought they would through the opening, which is badass and I'm proud of them. I am going to tell them to uh, get behind me, soldiers. And I am going to reach out with my open hand and try to grab that boulder and drag it in front of me. Oh, well, okay. Make a use the force check. All right. So, that does sound pretty badass, though. Yeah. <laughs> Deep 100. There's a 20, though. So I got a 32, which would allow me to move something up to gargantuan size. Okay, so you are going to rip this boulder out of the ground. What are you doing? I want to drag... How far away was it? They're now 210 feet. It was 50 feet from Okay, so I can move it up to six squares. Can that get in between me and them, if not directly yeah, in front of me? Yeah. So I'm going to drag it in front of me, and uh, I believe I can maintain my concentration on the object to continue to move it from round to round. So my plan from here is to get the clones behind me, use that block to block as much of the fire and keep pushing until I am in a reasonable distance. Okay. At which point I'll probably try to drop the rock, go over it, and leave my guys to fight. Okay. So Gramps will fall in behind the boulder. I will also follow in behind the boulder and signal all the other clones to do the same. Okay, but this character, Gramps, you guys see how amazing this character is, right? Like, all the banter the clones probably have with them, like, yeah, you gotta respect your elders, you know, <laughs> senior citizen. I've been on this planet 45 seconds longer than all of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so, Molly, what are you up to? What's going on in the makeshift tent base? Uh, so right now, she's insanely focused. Hands are, like, sort of just over the map, not moving or anything. And she's once again sort of fogged out into the map. Now, what's going on behind her eyes is through the Force, she is influencing each and every, uh, uh everyone out on the battlefield. 
So as she reaches out through the force, it's not exact like literal words in their head, but the feelings of keep pressing forward, or even like moments of duck, dodge, get down, um, echo throughout everyone's head as the battle goes on. So on the other side, as these droids are advancing upon you, did you move forward at all? As a uh, regular soldier. Okay, so you move third for you. So they were at 180. They're gonna now be at 150. They are still taking shots. I rolled 20 more than 20. Two of them are going to hit the boulder. The rest of these blasts are just whizzing by you. As you look inside, you can see these blasts going past you and heading towards the trench that you left behind. All right, if that is back to me, um, it's a standard action to maintain holding the boulder. Okay. Do I make another use? The, I must make a new use of the force check. It was a 10. Okay, so that's a 20. So that's actually, I think not gargantuan size, but huge. This would qualify as huge. Yeah, I would say, I would probably. So I keep pushing the rock forward. I imagine just digging this trench in the ground as I'm shoving it, and I'm running behind it, the two clones behind me. Sets doing another 30 feet, we're down to 120. And at this point, I'm going to tell the clones to get ready to take cover. I'm going in. Right. That nudge of confidence from uh, Malia back in the tent, that, that battle meditation telling me to push forward has me uh, really owning my confidence and my ability. You are now 120 feet from the droids. 120 feet. All right, so yeah, that's up to, I think, the clones were. Unless you want to do anything drastic or get some shots in. Get some shots in. Um, do a flip. Do a flip. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> that's better. I want to take cover behind the boulder. Maybe pop a little blast or shots out. Gramps is going to dive to the ground, extend both legs on the uh, tripod for his gun, and take two shots. Hell yeah, yeah. Not great. <laughs> he will miss, but he looks really cool. He tried. He tried. Yeah. Okay, so next, I believe, is going back to David. Yeah, so I am going to once again roll, use the force to continue my movements on that boulder. That is back to gargantuan size. So the boulder starts to sink into the dirt a little bit, and I start to catch up to it. And this time, I once again feel that nudge Malia just push master. And the rock just shoves back forward, and I am pressing another 30 feet. We're down there. 90. 90. Oh, I'm so close. Next turn, I'm in range. What are you up to? Malia. Um, and so as she's concentrating, she's not sure what, but something snaps her out. She quickly snaps her head over and just stares towards the entryway, towards this like little makeshift base. Uh, she sort of like looks longingly as if there's something out there that she's trying to see, but she just can't get the angle on it. And after waiting a moment, just a moment longer, she goes back to her meditation on the map. And now we go to the droids, and this line is closing in. They're now 60 feet. Their range penalty has been reduced. This is a fucking... They're firing at me, or are they trying to fire me? Right now, they're firing, like, at the rock. There is a nat 20. There are two 19s. So the rock is going to explode. The shrapnel goes over top of Gramps because he's so close down to the ground. It's going to hit the rest Scaliosis of you. Scoliosis is a bitch. <laughs> the rest of you are going to take three damage from shrapnel as these this boulder that is now rocks comes pelting at you. you That's are, fucking awesome. You are 60 feet away. All right. So, as I... So, I, I think I was 90 feet. And I'm going to... They closed it in. Oh, they came to me. Yeah. They're Wait. moving as you are. Yes. Okay, so is there a... Hank nearby. 
within 60 feet. I don't expect it to be. There's a tank that would be just behind the 60 foot line. Okay, that's okay. So I can either push forward. I think I need to stay because the clothes don't have cover for my bolt anymore. No. So I'm going to stay where I am. So now, Dalen Galt is going to throw up his hand as the dust rocks into play, brush off him. One rock hits him in the temple, and the blood starts to trickle down into his eye. As he blinks free of the dust, he sees that the droids have made a grievous mistake. They're in range. So he reaches down to his waist, grabs his lightsaber, throws it into the air towards the clones. And as it goes, right before it lands on the ground, before the front line, it stops about three feet up the ground. And it starts swinging on its own. Stalin waves his hand using telekinetic combat. Holy shit. I stand there and I say, you have no cover. Stay behind me. And my lightsaber will swing on the clones. I forget this map doesn't have a And I am, um, I get one attack, so I'm gonna try to cut down the claw. I'm sorry, no, 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 no. Nope. The lightsaber comes flying back. I am going to cut down a droid and begin the onslaught. And that is going to be a 20. Yeah, you're gonna slice right through it. Roger, roger. <laughs> And then I am going to stand there with my hand out. Obviously, I've dropped concentration on the non-longer existing boulder, and I am focusing on telekinetic combat. Excellent. Gramps is going to take another shot from his prone position. That one will hit. Doesn't do an excessive amount of damage, but it will deal significant amount of damage to one of the super battle droids. Cyberpunk. Well, first, I'm amazed about what's happening right now. But I try to keep my composure, because I'm a commander. Um, do I have any grenades? Um, yes. I would like to take one and toss it towards the tank. Okay. Make a ranged attack. Some things carry from Justin Carey and Justin Carey. <laughs> Explosions is one of them. <laughs> yeah. Very Michael Bay is a player. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. So probably a target. Yeah, that'll hit. Plus one battle meditation. Oh, battle meditation. So, real bad. Yeah. Throw it sucker. And uh, hopefully it hits. It will hit. It'll. So what'll happen is you throw it, and it looks like it's gonna come up a little bit short, but it hits the ground and rolls underneath this hovering tank, and then it explodes. The tank yeah. is still functioning, but it is like drifting to one side. I love starts those to things. cut into the ground. So as we cut back into Malia, she's still concentrating, but slightly less. Her ears are currently present in the room, and she doesn't know exactly what's going on, but she's listening to the commotion that's going on around her. She can hear uh, allies calling out for help. She can hear allies going down, and she knows something's happening around her. But due to her master's current situation, she refuses to fully break concentration. Two of them are just going to turn to your lightsaber, and they're going to try and shoot your lightsaber. Uh, it is a diminutive weapon or a tiny weapon, so they I think take a penalty. Oh, tiny, because I think the family is tiny. Just one of them will hit your lightsaber. Yeah. Yes. Oh, do you have the deflect talent? No. 
No, I went all this. Your I have negate energy, but that's not. Your lightsaber will take 11 damage. I, I don't know how much HP a lightsaber has. That's a fantastic question I've never considered. Yeah. The first and last time I use kinetic weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Make it use a force check. Okay. So your lightsaber almost begins to short out. Like it's like the blade itself is flickering. It's almost like reigniting itself with this crackle to it. Shit. It seems like it's becoming unstable. But it is still floating there. It is still usable to attack. The remaining droids are going to try and attack you directly. Uh, okay, okay. Those two might hit. What's your reflex? Uh, 22. One of them will match, the other one will miss. I'm going to use the use of negate energy. Okay. So with one hand, I'm holding up like two fingers to guide my lightsaber around as the blaster bolt streaks towards me. I, I can feel like almost like a voice in the back of my head, like Molly was saying, now. And I raise my hand, and that would be a... So you will, the blast will hit you right in the hand, and you will absorb all of that energy. That's so cool. <laughs> and I return my focus to the lightsaber. Thank you, Padawan. You guys are behind me as I do this. He's now back to you. Oh, oh no, they were shooting. Yeah, that's funny. Now it's my turn. All right. Um, that is tough because I don't want my lightsaber to destroy. So I am going to. Yeah, I'm going to use my lightsaber. I can make an attack with it and move it up to six squares. So I'm going to make an attack with it. It's only an 18. That will hit the super bad ones. Oh, okay. So it turns, and as it's flickering on and off, it leaves this, like, dotted line of scar through a, through an SP. And then I am going to start to pull it back to me. Six squares. If I'm doing my math right, I think they're 20, 20 feet away from it, or 30 feet away from it. 30. So I am going to walk up and grab it out of So I am now really close to Yes, you'd be in melee. Pointing the lightsaber down at the ground. I am going to... Nothing, that's it. I'm okay. I did a lot there. Um, Gramps is going to get back to his feet, charge 15 feet, and dive again to take a shot. And that'll do very Jeez. well. And he will take out that battle droid that he had hit the previous turn. Yes! Go Gramps! Nice, nice. Cyrotil. I will run next to Gramps. Yeah, your human cover just sprinted into the battle, sorry. <laughs> I'll run next to the side of Gramps. I'll also do a dive. Mimic him. Like in a mocking way or in a tribute? In a tribute. Okay. <laughs> I can't doing him. <laughs> and yeah, then I'll, I'll like, My knees work better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also start popping shots. And then I guess I'll roll for it. I guess I'll roll for it. I'll roll for it. Very kind. Plus ball. Plus ball. Yeah. I'll just want to pop off some some battle droids. Just uh, maybe one of them, because I think that's all I can aim it. <laughs> just one like five. I killed like five or just, six. Just one at a time. Yeah. You say five. That's fair. Five of them. Yeah. Dalen. You feel cold. You feel like air has been sucked out of the room that you're not in. You feel as if something, something's missing, something's wrong, something's off. And you look to the droids, and they start to attack. 
and it is not even close. They just begin picking off clones almost as a slaughter. Two droidicas roll up and are now in melee with you as they unfold. Oh no! The tank, Walker, takes a long shot from its blaster cannon and it hits about 300 feet behind you. Hits the trench. And there's now a crater where that trench was. Like, I mean, the trench itself is miles long, but there's... Did it hit where Molly was? It's nearby that you did not hit what you believe, or where you remember the tent being. Another droidica will roll up and basically unfold right on top of Gramps. Oh, no. And it will shoot down into his back. Oh, Gramps. That's fucking brutal, dude. I'm right next to him, just seeing this. And it will turn its guns on you. Mm-hmm. And the droids begin to march your way. And as you look, and you're realizing, you look left, you look right, this line of droids is nearly half a mile long. Son of a bitch. Some stop at you, their guns are at you. Others begin to march past you, making their way towards the trench, towards the line, towards the rest of your clones. What do you do? The heat of my my scalded lightsaber in my hands. I am going to turn and run for the trench. How far am I from uh, Cyrozel? Uh, 30 feet. Okay, so I used a move object already. But all those years of sickliness that back to tank recovering from my illness, I had a lot of time to focus on my ability to use the force, manipulate the world around me, make up for the frailty of, of my uh, genetics. And uh, I became a telekinetic savant, which allows me to use a swift action to restore force point transferring power to my wrist. So I'm going to regain move object. As I move 30 feet towards the trench, I am going to reach out and drag Cyro Tilt behind me. So I can grab him and pull him 12 squares. So I think I can slide him from under my back. Okay. <laughs> so cool. So a huge object. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how much. My name is Saturn. I was about to do the I'm same I'm a big boy. <laughs> So I am just, as I'm running, I'm just dragging Cyro to behind me. Just, you're still prone, so I guess you could probably still fight. Just start shooting. Okay. I approve. I approve of that move. I don't know what's happening, but I'll keep shooting. <laughs> I'm imagining it in my head. It's like an invisible hand grabs you by, like, the shirt of your neck and is now dragging you on the ground. <laughs> you could choose to resist if you want. No. Okay, I figured as much. I'll, I'll go along with this ride. So I'm just dragging you in here, just... Yep. We gotta get back. So yeah, as I'm running, I was like, we need to get back to Malia. Alright. So are you facing the trench? I'm running back to the trench. So you, as you run back to the trench, <clears throat> you will see two LAATs. I probably got <laughs> You see um, two LAATs fly over the trench, heading your direction. One of them is blown in the sky. Another blaster cannon shot from the walker. Fuck. Okay. And you hear a snap hiss. The 
igniting. Why are you guys all freaking out? We're Jedi. The igniting of a lightsaber from behind you. Yeah, but it's a, from what? a line of droids. That's what I thought it was. Wait, why? What? That's oh. why my jaw dropped. I thought he was gonna do that. I just surprised he waited this long. What the fuck? Cyro Tilt. You see an older man, a little bit thinner, a pretty short white beard. You see a curved lightsaber hilt and a red blade. It's Saruman. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. That's so cool. So <laughs> I know it's I don't even know. You guys don't know this, but we kind of carried on from season one at being higher level. So we got to start out as Jedi Knights, which is cool. This I didn't realize how much scarier the stakes were gonna be. <laughs> yeah, you picked dude. right back up in the holy shit, that's a powerful death trooper scenario. Oh my oh god. My god. Okay. okay. That's yeah. so cool. No, it's just our training. He's a Jedi. <laughs> nope. He used to be what I was and isn't now, so like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah like you asked me like what I'm gonna do. I'm yeah. still I'm running. Okay. Dooku. This is when my heart sinks. And I realize that. This battle may not be winnable. And although I'm already running towards Malia, worrying that for her safety, I realize what's even scarier is that there is no nudge of confidence, no reassuring haze. That coldness I know in my heart is that she's distracted. And if Dooku's here, who knows what he brought with him. So I am going to, I gotta keep dragging you though, I can't abandon you. Hmm. So I'm gonna keep dragging you with my standard and I'm going to move as far as I can. I've got like three turns to get there. Shit. Keep him off me! I shout to Cyril Tilk as I drag him. As you drag him along, the other L8AT is blown out of the sky. It crashes into the ground and clone troopers are ejected from the side of it. They land a few meters in front of you. One of them starts to crawl and reaches out to you with a hand. Help me! And then his hand falls to the ground. Oh my god, no. Dude, I have like 240 feet to close, I think, still. You've been able to do 60 a turn and you've gone twice? No, because my standard actions are dragging him, so right. I'm going to turn. So yeah, you turn. No, because they they were closing oh, the distance. Right, they, yeah. You moved about 200, they moved about 100. So I'm like you were sprinting at the beginning, probably. How far away is the crash to uh, LA? From your LT. current position, LAT. maybe 20 feet. Four squares. Okay, then. Is it mine again? Yes. Are we gonna, I'm gonna find out what happens if she's just out of the show. Does the wreckage look like crazy destroyed, like, or is it just like crash crumpled bodies? Crash crumpled bodies are thrown out. I am going to slide Zero Tilk over towards it. Take cover. I need to find Malia. Right. And with that, I, I this will be the last. Next turn, I can sprint. But I'm going to make my run over there. Oh my god, he's in the army. He's a bastard. I need to find her. I need to get off. Jesus. We are. Okay, yeah. I'm going to keep running for Malia's tent. Or the. Whatever that little stronghold. HQ. Which was, yeah. You hear the screams of clone troopers behind you. Ah, ah, how is he so fast? You hear lightsaber blades cutting through Dura Steel armor. 
This, this is gonna haunt me. Yeah, this is like super PTSD. This is the final boss of PTSD. Alright, from here on out, I'm making a break as fast as I can for her. I gave him, I gave Saratopolis a chance for cover. I have to get to her. So you're gonna all out sprint. And as you're going along, you're still hearing the screams of the clone troopers, the lightsaber blade cutting through armor. You see the clones on either side of you, the ones in between you and the clones, picked off by droid shots from behind. And you reach the trench. You leap right over that, you know, threshold down into the trench. You see clones are panicked, running back and forth. They don't seem to know what to do. You make your way into HQ. There's nobody there. She's not there. She's not there. Oh my god. Okay, um... I need to find any sort of clue. So looking around the tent... Ma Malia! Malia! I shout, but... I know, I can feel in the force. Through... Serving as a, a Jedi Knight, having clones below you, you... You learn... A lot, but there are some incredible benefits to wielding a force and some terrible weaknesses. Losing a soldier affects a Jedi Knight so differently than any other commander. You feel their death. It, it hangs through the living force in a way that is crippling. Fortunately, the Jedi train to set aside these emotions, focus on the task at hand, let the force guide them. Death is tragic, but it is part of the force's plan. But I know Molly is not dead. I, I feel it. I, but I also know that she's not here. So I close my eyes and I let my mind crawl out of my form and reach out to hers, calling her name the Force, using my far-seeing Force power to try to discern anything I can about her immediate location or her feelings or thoughts. Do you have to make a use the force check for that, or do you just get it? You gain a vague momentary impression of events happening around a particular being in some distant place. It's a full round action. Um, it has to be someone I've known or met before, and I make a use the force check. If the result is less than the target's will defense, I gain no information, including whether they're alive or dead. So if I don't roll her will defense, I won't even know if she's for sure alive. I just believe that I would have felt it. But that is a 34. So you close your eyes and you drop into sort of a meditative stance and you see your Padawan and she is laying on the equivalent of a Star Wars gurney, a floating bed of sorts. She seems to be unconscious, but she is breathing. You get a vague sense of around her surroundings and you recognize the streets of the capital city of Castell. Shit. And that's where we'll end it. That's fucking good. That was a fun one. That was an amazing episode. Yeah. Good God. Yeah. Talk about introing your character. Holy you showed off so yeah. much badass Jedi, <laughs> Jedi uh, fucking skills. You have just finished the prologue of the book of Dalen Galt. Star Wars Nightfall is Rob Hunter as Dalen Galt, Peyton Castle as Gruel, Justin Chapman as Credo, Richard Capasil as Canari, and myself, Zach Som, as the Galaxy Master. We'll be back in just two weeks with Chapter One.
When I'm in need of clean energy and laser focus, I take a moment to meditate, reaching out to ghost energy. Have no fear. I'm here to provide you the focus and energy you seek. Take this can of Strabango Margarita Ghost Energy and fulfill your destiny. My goodness, this divine liquid is clear and its flavor is superb. Is it truly vegan and gluten-free? Indeed, young one. Is it true that it has zero sugar? Not a sugar to find. It also lists a multitude of nutritious vitamins that can't be possible. But it is. Ghost energy is transparent in their labeling, making it clear to the people what they are drinking. Then I shall meditate more often, for I shall see myself wanting more. It is much easier than that, child. You can find it in stores near you and find a link in the show notes of Nightfall episodes for a 20% discount on ghost energy products.